You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. How y'all doing today? I am doing absolutely amazing. Like, I feel really, really good. Let's see if I have any updates. Mm, Nothing really. Just a lot of, you know, a lot of changes happening and I'm growing and evolving. You know, it's a beautiful thing when you can see your own growth, right? Um, You know how people used to have it in their house where they measured their children and they would have the the little markers on the doorway or on the wall as their children grew? I don't know if we actually assess our own growth. One of the ways that I do that is through journaling. So I will journal something and date it. And then I'll go and look back and I can see almost like, damn, I have grown from that space and from that place. And what I realize, I always say, is that as you grow, you outgrow. You cannot grow without your relationships changing. As I grow, I realize that my contribution to my relationships change but also the relationship dynamics change because just because you have chosen to grow, it does not mean that the people that you are in relationship are growing at the same rate or pace or that they're choosing to grow at all. So those relationship dynamics really, really change. Something that had me thinking about that is because I was sharing something with someone and then they disagreed with what I was sharing based on their knowledge of me. And I and I listened to it and it was just like, I know you. And I was thinking, no, you knew me because I have grown from this space. I have grown from this place and that is not even my frame of reference. That is not even my mindset. But I let the person have their say. I didn't put a lot of extra energy into it to be like, no, here's why you're wrong, because it just wasn't. Listen, people have their perceptions of you. People don't necessarily track on your growth. The most important thing is that you know how you grow and you know how you're showing up and you know how you're changing and evolving. For some people, I'm not saying this in this case, for some people, though, they would much rather you to be the you that you were or the you that they've known you to be because your growth is going to reflect back to them their lack of growth, right? So I'm very discerning and I can quickly get to the root of something, but I'm not always giving voice to something because I don't have a point to prove, right? I know that I've grown and that I've changed and I'm always growing and evolving and changing. And so there's that, which brings me to um, one of my favorite quotes is the degree to which a person can grow is directly proportional to the amount of truth he can accept about himself without running away. The degree to which a person can grow is directly proportional to the amount of truth he can accept about himself without running away. Here's the thing. A lot of us run away from truths about ourselves that 
go against the version of ourselves that we have in our minds, right? And so a lot of time, if truth cannot penetrate, we don't grow in ways that will be conducive to life, to just what we're given to do in life, to what we desire in life, because we are resisting the growth that needs to happen. And I was talking to my mentor about this, and she she was praying for somebody, and she said, that person needs to do the work. And I said, here's the thing about that. Everybody says you need to do the work, right? Our good sis Ayala, like, you got to do the work, beloved. And that's all fine and dandy, but most people don't know how to do the work. They know that they need to do something. That It's easy to tell people what they need to do without telling them how they need to do. And you know why most people don't tell you how you need to do it? Because most people don't know themselves because they haven't done it. But it's easy to share Instagram reels and get on social media and, and regurgitate something that you've heard when you haven't actually walked through processes yourself. So let me tell you something. Here's how to grow. But before I tell you this, I want to tell you one of the, I, I believe this with everything in my being, that all thing, all change starts with truth, right? Here's the problem with truth is that we've made truth good or bad. Instead of good or bad, truth can just be truth. Like, here is the truth about me. And if it's not something that you desire, then it's like, okay, well, what can I do so that this is no longer true? What would I like to be true? What do I need to do for that thing to be true? But because, because of how we've been conditioned, the truth is like a good or a bad thing, a right or a wrong thing instead of just a thing. So if we can lose the labels around truth, first and foremost, if we could do that, then we might be more receptive to truth. The other way that I would invite you to reframe truth is, it's not them, it's you. Whatever the situation, it wasn't them, it was you. It wasn't them, it was you. Business, relationships, life, whatever, it wasn't them, it was you. Whatever happened, it, was, it wasn't them, it was you. Now, am I saying that other people have no place in things that have happened to you? That is not what I am saying. But what I am saying is that you, if you are willing to reframe it and take the responsibility for what you, if you couldn't control it, then you can control now how you process, how you deal with things, you will be so incredibly empowered, right? I saw a post on social media and the question said, it was about relationships, but it said, why don't or why haven't your relationships work without blaming the other person? Go, explain. And for men, strangely enough, there, there wasn't a lot of response. Women were just like, you know what? I'm too independent. I don't take shit. I got a nasty disposition and a nasty attitude. It needs to be my way or no way at all. And what I applauded about that was that people were just telling the truth. Like, hey, I know who I am and this is who I am and this has affected my relationships. Now, guess what? All change starts with truth. Now, can they choose to do something different? They absolutely can. But if they don't choose to do something different, then they will probably continue to get the same results. Why is that important? Because when I, I talk to people, I listen. Very seldom do I hear people take ownership 
of a situation or a challenge in their lives without blaming outside people. And because of that, it what it does is it delays your ability, your willingness, even the thought process that you need to change some shit about you when you are constantly looking outside of yourself and looking at other people, right? I was speaking to a friend and a friend was talking about, you know, you know, we all have cycles, right? A friend was telling me about a cycle or a situation that happened. And then their words were, they said that this person lured them in. This person lured them in. And I and I heard it over and over. And I said, are you so who are you angry at this person or are you angry at yourself? And they said, I'm angry at myself. Now if a person lured you in, right, you you had to take the bait. So the work becomes, what in me finds this attractive to keep going back to something that I consciously know is to my detriment? That's where the work is because the purse, people are going to do what people do, right? The nature of people, people will do what people do. So if th- this person, what I said to my friend was, this person has been consistently who they are. So this is really not about this person. This is about you needing your own attention. This is about you needing to come to grips with some things that are in you that find this tolerable or okay, right? You know how they say, don't complain about what you permit. And a lot of us, we won't change something unless we like a lot. We have a high tolerance for pain and we won't change something. And we we damn near be like wiped out and dead. And then we were like, okay, I saw my life flash before my eyes. And so I had to make a change. All changes don't have to be so detrimental, but it is a, a level of maturity that is required to look at yourself. Look at yourself and your business results. Look at yourself and your relationship results. Look at yourself and your health. Look at yourself and your money. Look at yourself in every area of your life and say, here is the truth about this. Is it a truth that I am okay with? Yes? Okay, proceed. If it is a truth that you are not okay with. Now you are empowered to do something different. When you see it, you can shift it. It sounds easy, but why is it so difficult? Because we have a love affair with being the victim. We would much rather be the victim. We would much rather be, you know, somebody did this to me, somebody did this, somebody didn't do this, and so this is why this couldn't happen. And so we have a love affair with being the victim. We have a love affair with our excuses. We have a love affair with our excuses, but we have very few valid reasons about our inability or unwillingness to change. Listen, with all of the information that we have in this day and age, we can get to the root of like, okay, my subconscious mind, I was conditioned to believe this way. My mom and them did this. My daddy and them did this. So this is probably the genesis of that. We have all of this information and we're still walking through life fucked up in a major way, right? A lot of us just just walking, walking, just, I mean, and it's and it's 
and it's making us miserable. And we're dying inside. We look good on the outside and we're putting a lot of stuff on us. Hey, I'm, I'm here for putting stuff on you because I'm going to do it too. But what are you putting in you? What are you putting in you so that the life that you live is actually congruent with what you desire and it don't just look good, you know? At some point, looking good is just not enough because regardless of what you put on you to maintain your outer, your external, it's going to fade. It's going to go away, right? It's going to fade at some point. That's that's just the nature of you're growing or dying right? We're going to die at some point. And when we get closer towards death and aging and those things, it's going to change. But we don't put as much on the inside of us. And then do we have any wonder why we don't grow or, you know, we kind of repeat certain cycles in certain situations. So that's what I mean about that. That's, That's one example. Like, I look at certain things about myself and I say, this is true. Do I want this to be true? I'll give you another example. I gained about 15 pounds, had to be somewhere over between October and December. You know, I was in the Bahamas and in Mexico and I was probably drinking most of my calories and I was eating, drinking and being merry, right? I When I got back, now we all the way in April. When I got back, I was like, okay, let me stop drinking for a minute. And I probably didn't drink for three months until March. So I was like, this weight, you know, with my workout and all of that, it's just, I'm going to get back to my normal self. Well, here we are in April. And I didn't, I, I didn't quite get back to my, my normal self yet. Now, you know what that tells me? That tells me that this 15 pounds... It, it wasn't really that pressing for me because I know that I can get 15 pounds off of me, right? It wasn't really a priority. You know, I, I like the extra little thickness, maybe a little, a little bit fluffier. I'm saying it wasn't that much of an inconvenience except for what I see on the scale. Do you know what I mean? Because if so, guess what? I would have been after. I would not be um, six, six months later and I still have the same 15 pounds on me. Now, I'm going to lose the 15 pounds, right? Just because psychologically, when I see it on the scale, people are like, oh, maybe it's muscle. I ain't gained no damn 15 pounds of muscle partying in Mexico and the Bahamas, okay? Sounds good. It's a nice ego story. But if I'm going to be truthful with anybody, I'm going to be truthful with me. So I'm going to get rid of the 15 pounds, but it just hasn't been a priority. It wasn't a priority. That is the God's honest truth, because if it was a priority, guess what? It will be gone. And that's what I mean. So a lot of time, it ain't nobody's fault. It ain't the person that I travel with fault. I usually drink when I drink socially with other people, not by myself. It's not their fault because I can say no. But it ain't just what I was drinking. Shit is obviously what I was eating, okay? Then I went to what I was eating, and I was like, hmm. Maybe I've been emotionally eating. Maybe let me pay attention to this. When I'm eating this, what is it that I'm really craving? Like, I I get into myself like that, right? To say, what is it that you really need here? Because if you give yourself what you really need, you don't need a fad diet. You don't, my my clients send me the cabbage diet. I don't even like cabbage that much. But I was like, well, shit, I might try. But I'm saying, like, I'm not into fad diets and all these other things when I can just give myself the truth and deal with the truth accordingly, right? I still look good, but you know, I was looking like, is this a do- is this a double chin that's coming? Okay, Letitia, now come on, we we can't. I'm too vain for something, so I'm like we can't be doing this. But I will tell myself the truth about me because I know that by 
By doing so, I empower myself to change or I choose to remain the same and I own it all. I own it all. I own the areas where I'm saying, you know what? I'm going to grow here because I'm inviting this truth into my life, right? And I own that I'm going to do something different here or, you know what? This is not important enough for me to change. A lot of us won't do that. A lot of us won't get there because we're so busy blaming other people. Listen, I can tell you the challenges that show up in my life right now as a result of how I was raised, my childhood home, my mother, my grandmother, my father, my uncles. I can go through that story over and over and over again. Guess what? None of them is responsible for who I am showing up in life as today because I can consciously choose how I show up. I can consciously choose what I will allow to continue in my life and what it is that I want to change, right? So I don't have a finger pointed at my mother, at my father, at men that I was in relationships with. None of them has any power over me. None of them. How I'm showing up, the good, the bad, the indifferent, the raggedy, the the all of it, it's all me. And I have created it. And so we would own that every, cho- you, every choice that you have made and are making right now is giving you what it is that you have in your life right now. If you own that, you are so empowered. How about this? How about the next time you hear yourself complaining about something, the next time you hear yourself wanting to vent about something, before you do that, just practice saying, it's not them, it's me. It's not them, it's me. How how can I show up differently? What is this inviting me to do? What is this inviting me to Who is this inviting me to become? Because this thing keeps showing up in my life in different facets and in different ways. Who who am I being invited to become by life right now? Here's the thing. You know, a lot of us, right? A lot of us. Life is, is kicking our asses right now, and it feels that way. But what it is, is it's an invitation for you to grow. It's an invitation for you to grow up. It's an invitation for you to catch up with who your life is calling you to be, right? It's an invitation. You don't have to, you get to. But the lack of growth, you can see the consequences thereof, right? And so if you don't like that, then just say yes to the invitation that that your life is extending to you, right? Just just say just say yeah, like I'll do I'll do the growth work. And Here's the thing about doing the work. We all hear you need to do the work. You got to do the work. And it's like, how the hell do you do the work? How do you actually do the work? I was really trying to articulate this for somebody yesterday. And I said, you know, I used a breakup, right? A breakup that I went through last year. And I said, it was a really painfully beautiful thing. In retrospect, I'm so happy because I didn't look at him. I looked at me and I said, hmm, okay, I can see this. I can see where this came from. I mean, I'm doing this. I wasn't um, trying to place blame like, well, he did this or he's not this or he's not that. All those things could be true. But I was looking at Letitia, looking at who I wanted to be, looking at how I no longer wanted to show up, looking at ways to shift what I was doing. And so in doing that, I saw I was still with myself for a minute to do that. And guess what? The growth 
started to happen. Usually like grass growing, you know, you look outside and it's just a few little blades coming through. Then you look up a few more days and you got a whole yard full of grass. It's kind of like that. The growth, you usually don't see it, but you look up and you're like, damn, I'm not the same person. Because you know what'll happen? A situation or situations will present themselves for to you again and you handle them differently. You handle them in the ways that you've grown to handle them. And you're like, shit. I graduated. Listen, I graduated. When I graduate, I celebrate, okay? You might not see me sashaying across the stage, but I celebrate. And so when you celebrate, guess what that sets you up for? Shit, more problems. You graduate to a new level of problems. But here's the good thing. We are looking for an easy life. Now, let let me not confuse this with like toil and struggle. That's not what I mean. What I'm saying is we look for a life that has no challenges. Without challenges, you don't grow. So I've graduated from one set of challenges to a new set of challenges. But my graduation simply means this way, we've grown from this. And so now I have another opportunity to grow because life is going to present circumstances to me that require me to grow if I choose to, or I will see them repeated. You know, the lessons are repeated until the lessons are learned, right? And listen, so I'm excited. I have a shit ton of new challenges that are in front of me. And instead of saying, man, life is so hard. I'm not looking for life to be easy. I'm looking for me to continually grow and get better and get more adept at handling situations. And that's where wisdom comes in. Applying knowledge, gaining wisdom, gaining insight. And then you begin to navigate life. You learn to start flowing with the stream of life. You learn to surrender into life instead of always, always, you know, um, Going against the tide, you learn to just surrender and go with the flow and trust that as you're growing, that, you know, God is 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 ultimately navigating the path of your life and you're flowing with it. And there are challenges that are inherent in that, but you get to navigate those challenges and become a better version of you. It's actually a beautiful thing when you when you when you think about it. The challenge is that we start taking life personally, like um, we feel like God is mad at us. We feel like, you know, God is punishing us. I've, I've grown from that as well. I even saw something the other day that I thought was really, really beautiful. Let me find this for y'all. Oh, here it is. It said, Brene Brown posted it. The people who know God well, mystics, hermits, prayerful people, those who risk everything to find God, always meet a lover, not a dictator, right? And so if you would surrender to the belief that God is lovingly allowing this this course of your life. It doesn't mean that you don't co-create with God, but that there's there's not an angry God. It's not somebody punishing you, like you're being punished to make some changes. No, that is not God punishing you. That is you punishing yourself through the conditioning that you receive from your childhood homes, right? We were punished in our homes, right? The consequences that you have right now in your life are usually because of choices that you made. So when things happen that are adverse, when obstacles come, I'm not sitting up like, oh my God, you must be upset with me. And so you're punishing me so I can get back into shape. I'm not motivated and inspired by punishment. But love, love, 
does invite me to do something different, right? Love does invite me to do something differently. This challenge is here because, Letitia, I am inviting you to make changes that are conducive to the best that I have for you. That's an invitation that I'll say yes to. But punishing me? No, that's some some slave master shit that was just like passed down through our generations and through our parents and is still inherent in our psyches today, right? But all that to say, listen, growth, personal growth is not a priority for so many people. And I don't know why, because there is nothing that will make you happy or fulfilled outside of your ability to grow into the person who can maintain it, who can handle it, who can appreciate it. And so we do everything but grow. Do you know, it saddens me sometimes that there are people that I've known like 20 years ago or something, and I have a conversation with them right now, and I'm like, damn, you didn't age a bit, but it's not a compliment. I'm not talking about the way that you look. I'm talking about the way that you think, the things that you say. Your mindset and your mind has been in the same spot for 20 plus years. You didn't age a bit. And I'm like, well, damn, that's that's really a thing. That's really a thing that people don't grow because growth is intentional. I don't want to be around anything that's not growing. I have people around me that are growing and growers, right? You get to a certain place. I'm not just growing. I'm a grower. You, There is nobody that exists in my life that is not going to grow by something I say, by something, by who I am. Just by default of being in my presence, there's going to be something, even if I'm not speaking directly to you, something in my life, something in my way of being, something in the way that I'm showing up that will invite and inspire people to grow. So when you do the growth work, you realize that this is so much bigger than you and you out in the world as a grower, okay? I'm out in this world planting seeds, growing people left and right, people that I don't even know and I'm happy to do it. So Growth ain't just about me. Growth ain't just about me and how it's going to affect Asia and my kids and, you know, my grandkids and all of that. No, it is so much bigger than that. It is so much bigger than that. When you see that your life, your obstacles, your adversity, your choices, all of those things can be turned around to work for your good and work for the good of so many other people. Man, it, it is so worth it to grow. But remember... You never grow if you blame other people, if you blame external situations, if you place blame and responsibility on anything or anyone outside of yourself, you will never grow. So in that regard, it's not them, it's you. It's not it, it's you. It's not life, it's you. It is you. That is the most potent truth that you can embrace about yourself. And it is also the most powerful truth that will allow you to make the changes that you desire to make. Because if it's not them and it's you, what's holding you back? Who's holding you back? Whose permission do you need? Whose validation do you need, right? People move out of your way and you realize that it's always been you and you. It's always been between you and you. It's always been between the version of you that you are and the version of you that you need to become for what it is that you say that you want in life. So. Remember, truth is not good or bad. Truth just is. Truth is not right or wrong. Truth just is. If you can accept the truth, 
you can make the changes that you desire to get where you're trying to go. I love each and every one of y'all.